On January 10, 1942, Mickey and Ava married in a small Protestant church in the village of Ballard in California's Santa Inez Mountains. The bride wore a navy blue suit and a corsage of orchids. Bappy, Mickey's parents, and Les Peterson, the number two gun in MGM publicity, attended the ceremony. Hedda Hopper headlined her Sunday column with her exclusive on the wedding of the Mighty Might to MGM's sexiest starlet. Mickey, standing on a stool, appeared as tall as Ava in the pictures. The couple took off on a working honeymoon. Mickey was promoting the latest Andy Hardy movie, with Les Peterson tagging along as MGM's chaperone. Ava was apprehensive about losing her virginity on her wedding night. Relax, you're going to do fine, honey, said Bappy. Nature will take its course. Just open wide. Mickey, apprehensive in his own way, got so drunk that evening that Ava was still a virgin the morning after. Coitus interruptus number two occurred when Mickey pulled golf clubs out of the trunk of his car the next day. Golf, said Ava, but I don't play golf. Long after that marriage collapsed, long after several other marriages and divorces had transpired, Mickey Rooney, in his memoir, recalled how Ava had watched him play a round of golf that he found quite exciting that first married day. And she saw me card a confident 79, he reported, quite pleased with himself. Ava took up tennis. On evening number two, they had sex. I was, by turns, alternately tender and tremendous, said Mickey, who could now return his undivided attention to playing 36 holes. It was an ideal honeymoon. Sex and golf and sex and golf, he said. It never occurred to me to ask Ava what she wanted. What Ava wanted, and she was good at it, was more sex. Once Ava got into the spirit of things, she wanted to do it all the time, said Rooney. She quickly learned how to arouse a man with a smoldering look, kicking off her shoes as soon as she entered the house, or coming to breakfast in only a pair of shorts. In the feathers, as she phrased it, Ava was exciting and could be starkly demanding. Let's fuck, Mickey, she would say, now. Rooney who in addition to being short could be small on occasion, reported that Ava's breasts were full with large brown nipples that when aroused stood out like enlarged California golden raisins. And at the center of her femininity, she had this little rosebud that seemed to have a life of its own. It was almost like a little warm mouth that would reach up and grab me and take me in and make my, uh, my heart swell. One portentous evening, the newlyweds were enjoying drinks at the Macambo on Sunset Strip when Frank Sinatra approached, all smiles. Hey, why didn't I meet you before Mickey? asked Frank, clasping the Mick's hand and giving Ava what came to be known as the look. Then I could have married you myself. What a strange thing to say, thought Ava. 
She smiled, but said nothing. She had seen Frank around the MGM lot, and pianist Skitch Henderson even introduced them one day between sound stages. She also told a friend that, as a teen in Newport News, Virginia, she had seen the singer perform with Tommy Dorsey. He was her dream idol, she said. There were few kept secrets in Hollywood. Everyone knew Frank's wife, his kids, and his proclivities. Mickey and Frank chatted some. They were pals. And when he returned to the band, Frank Sinatra dedicated his first number to Mrs. Ava Rooney. What would Mama say about that, she wondered.